0: Amigos, your relationship needs support. When I think back to my marriage and the period of it when my husband and I were struggling the most, we both realized that in order for us to overcome the number one issue in our relationship, we needed to do something radically different than what we were already doing, even different from what the generations before us did. We realized we needed support. And that support came in the form of marriage therapy. That's why I'm so grateful for BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. You see, marriage therapy was the game changer for my relationship. It allowed my partner and I to finally take a step back and have somebody else walk us through what was actually going on. Eventually, we both realized that most of the issues that we had with each other had actually nothing to do with the other person, but more so to do with our own unhealed trauma and our own things that we hadn't taken the time to process, but somehow was still showing up in our relationship. And that's why I love better help. you can even message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you if your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason you can totally switch to a new therapist at no additional charge with better help you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy but with a therapist who is custom-picked just for you more scheduling flexibility and at a more affordable price get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com so one day at a time. That's better com slash one day at a time. The link to this coupon will be right here in my podcast notes. And listen, amigos, at this point, you've tried it all when it comes to your relationship and nothing is working. You don't have anything to lose by asking for the support that you know that you need in the form of therapy. And what a better way to do that than with better help. Coming up on the One Day at a Time podcast, it's not a badge of honor that you can remember everything that happened, everything negatively, especially that happened in your relationship, especially if you're using it to keep score with your partner. You understand? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Karina F. Daves, life coach and speaker. I went from lacking authenticity in my relationships, having really shaky boundaries with loved ones and getting caught up in the cycle of toxic relationships to finally standing firm on my values, knowing the difference between privacy and boundaries and getting comfortable with the identity of putting myself first without feeling the guilt. Each week on this show, I will be sharing relationship advice, real-life testimonies, and my proven strategies on how to finally resolve the issues in your relationship. Here's the thing. You've mastered everything else in your life but your relationships. As a relationship coach, I help women overcome the number one issue that exists in their relationships so that they can show up as the partners they desire to be. I wanna help you improve your relationship without having to go to couples therapy first, so that you and your partner can shorten your arguments, feel seen and heard and get your intimacy back. You see, your relationship is your mirror. When your relationship feels like it's being tested on a constant basis, it's an opportunity to see that things haven't been dealt with. And I wanna teach you how to surrender the need to control your partner and your relationship by focusing on bettering you first. Through a mixture of one-on-one coaching, relationship framework, and plenty of aha moments, you'll finally be able to understand your triggers more deeply and decrease the time you spend arguing with your partner. You'll become more of an active listener versus being prepared with a rebuttal. We're gonna get you to a place where you're gonna walk freely in your joy and light because you've taken the time to unpack your values and you finally have a clarity of what you desire in the next chapter of your life and for your relationship. We're gonna get you to a place where you're gonna show up to your date nights excited to spend time and connect with your partner. You'll even have more energy and a heightened desire for post-date activities. I'm on a mission to show women like you how to evaluate their values, reassess their standards, and examine their identities so you can show up to a more satisfying relationship. Believe me, a better relationship is possible, but it begins with you. So let's work together to bring the real you to the forefront go to the link in the podcast notes to book a sales call with me where we'll talk more about what's going on and figure out how to get your life back. I can't wait to meet you. If you're loving this podcast, and enjoying the juicy relationship gems, then head over to follow me on my socials at Karina F. Daves on Instagram and TikTok or head over to my website, karinafdaves.com and subscribe to my newsletter, Release Your Relationship, where I share weekly relationship advice on how to overcome the number one issue in your relationship. Now, if you're really loving this podcast, don't forget to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and share it with all of your amigos. Amigos. Reviews are such a personal way to hear your voice and have the ability to interact with our community. Thanks so much for listening to the show. And now, the One Day at a Time podcast. Amigos, como están? Welcome back to One Day at a Time Hosted by me, Karina F. Daves, relationship coach, speaker, and podcast host of this Dope Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about how to stop keeping score in your marriage so that y'all can have more sex, okay? Now, here's the thing. What I mean by keeping score is that you say you forgive, but you really don't. Like You keep tabs, in your relationship of the things that your partner has done or the things that your partner has said or the way that they have said it. And this is actually a very um, dangerous habit for your relationship. And I've been there myself in the beginning of my marriage with my husband. I remember keeping a lot of score. Like I felt like it was such a badge of honor to say that my memory was like an elephant and I could remember every detail and how things were said and what date and how time was apart. And I think that God gifted me the gift of being able to remember certain things in a certain way and somehow the enemy perversed that gift. And I know it sounds weird saying that, but when I was Having this like insane ability to keep score in my marriage, it really affected me and I felt like it was a gift and a curse. Like it was such a gift to remember details for other things like managing school or managing my job or like being so efficient there. But when it came to my relationship, it didn't feel like a gift anymore. And so it's not a badge of honor that you can remember everything that happened, everything negatively, especially that happened in your relationship, especially if you're using it to keep score with your partner. You understand? And so for the purposes of this podcast episode, when I say keeping score, I mean keeping score of the things that have occurred in your relationship that you just keep tabs and mount up Um, and eventually throw back into your partner's face. Like this is not a healthy habit nor something that you should be proud of that's happening, whether it's a gift that you have or your partner has. Well, it's not really a gift. It's a gift that was perverse. Okay. So I want to talk about the ways that you can learn how to stop keeping score so you and your partner can get your intimacy back. Okay, here we go. Numero uno, I literally want you to tell your partner the truth. Like I want you to have a conversation with your partner about the fact that you've realized that you keep score in this relationship. I don't want you to say I keep score because you did this. I just want you to be honest with your partner about the fact that you've realized that you may be keeping score and you may be keeping um, just like tabs on them about what they do and how they do it. And you've realized that it's hurting your relationship more than actually helping it. That's all. That's all I want you to do is just share that you've realized that you're keeping score. Okay? The second thing that I want you to do is I want you to start to embrace forgiveness. And I know what you're thinking. Like, ah, I forgive them so much. Yeah. Forgiveness is difficult, but it's necessary for y'all to grow. Not just this relationship to grow, but for you to grow, okay? Forgiveness allows you to have this strong emotional release of the burden, the score that you're keeping on you. When you don't forgive your partner, there is an emotional burden, like a weight on top of your chest that doesn't allow you to have any type of room to grow or heal. You understand? That is why forgiving your partner, no matter the outcome and no matter the situation, Forgiveness is so important in your relationship because it releases you from the emotional burden that you've been keeping on yourself from keeping score of everything that they've been doing in this relationship. It's a burden on you. And because you don't forgive, it doesn't even allow you to start the process of growing and healing in this relationship and for you individually. Sometimes we think that like we're in control because we don't forgive. Let me tell you something. The only person that's in control when you don't forgive is not God. It's the enemy because the enemy's plan is to steal, kill, and destroy. And if they can steal your ability to grow, if they can hijack your ability to heal, then God's not one. You've not won, they've won. You understand? It's really, forgiveness is really that deep. You need to practice forgiveness in your relationship so that you can release that burden and start the healing and start growing. You will never grow in your relationship if you don't start to forgive your partner and forgive yourself. You understand? Okay. Okay. Let me, bring it back. <laughs> Number two on how to stop keeping score in your relationship so that you can have more sex is I want you to pump your partner up. You focus so much on the BS that happens in the relationship on all of the bad stuff. That's what BS means, by the way, on all of the bad stuff that happens in the relationship that it doesn't allow you to be your partner's ultimate cheerleader. You don't pump them up. Instead of pumping your partner up, you become the ultimate feedback machine. And this is coined by one of my good friends, Asado, who told me this, right? We become feedback machines in our relationship instead of pumping our partners up. Can you imagine how it must feel to constantly be told all the stuff that you do wrong? Can you imagine? Put yourself in their shoes for a second. Being told constantly all the stuff that you do wrong. All the time, every day, being reminded of just how much you suck. That's hard. That's just not hard on your relationship. That's hard on your partner to constantly have to receive that. And then you want them to look at you and pump you up, to look at you and have empathy for you, to look at you and be there for you, to look at you and think about date nights, to look at you and think about vacations, to look at you and think about you in ways that you don't think about yourself when you just spent all this time judging, criticizing and telling them everything that they've been doing wrong and keeping score of it. You really think I'm going to want to Love you the way that you need to be loved? Nah. I won't be pissed. I won't be upset. Is that deep. Okay? I want you to start pumping your partner up more than giving them criticism and feedback. Okay. Number three, I want you to start to release, and this goes with pumping up, I want you to start to release the expectations that you have of your partner. Like, You spend so much time analyzing your partner that you don't live in the ebb and flow of this relationship. There's so much more time spent on criticizing the relationship rather than actually living in the ebb and flow of it. I don't want you to do that. I want you to let go of these expectations and live in the real time of the relationship. Be in the relationship. I know that one day... You want to invest and possibly buy a house together, but live in the joy of where you are now, knowing that you will work as a team to get to that. Because let me tell you something, if you're stressing about that now, and you're fighting about that now, when God finally releases that blessing, you know what you're going to do? You're going to start arguing in that house. You're going to start arguing in that blessing. And it ain't going to feel good because you got there and then you are still bringing the same habits of keeping score in your relationship to that new place. So what was the point of the blessing if you didn't grow? What was the point of the blessing if you didn't forgive and release yourself of the emotional burden? You didn't grow. You didn't grow. You just stacked and saved and bought a house. You you made a transaction, but you didn't grow. Okay. keeping it real today. (laughs) All right. The next thing that I want you to do, and this is my last piece of advice, because I got to go drop off my kids at school, is that I want you to seek sober wisdom advice. And what I mean by that is if you're at a point in your relationship where y'all just ain't getting through to each other, it's important to pray for wise counsel in whatever form that may come, right? Whether that's your pastor, whether that's one-on-one coaching with a relationship coach, whether that's couples therapy, whether that's individual therapy, whatever that is, if y'all ain't getting through to each other, it may mean that it's time to seek some type of wise counsel, professional help, whatever it is, so that somebody else could tell you about yourself without and tell you about your relationship without knowing you or without having any type of bias. That's why I say that the council has to be wise and sober and trustworthy. OK, it, this reminds me of a time when um, the wise counsel was actually my landlord, <laughs> our landlord. Right. That had um, heard us arguing because he lived downstairs and he didn't interrupt or anything. But I think in the middle of the argument, my husband was kind of at a place where he's like, let's just ask Danny. And I was like, Danny, like our landlord, Danny. And he's like, yeah. And so we go downstairs and we're like, Danny, this is what happened. This is how I feel. And this is how I feel. And I remember Danny looking over at Terrence and being like, you were really wrong for that. Like, that wasn't right. Um... And me feeling like really good, like, yeah, I knew I was right. And then I said something which is like, yeah, and you have to promise me to never do this and never say that and never do that again. And before Terrence said, I promise, um, like he usually would, like this was something that would happen constantly in the beginning of our relationship, my landlord said, um, no, Karina and I was like what he has to promise me he has to be held accountable and my landlord said no Karina no and I said why not and he said because everybody makes mistakes and he can promise things like loving you and trying his best and being there for you as much as he can But you're asking him for something that is setting you up for failure. These are unrealistic expectations. And if you do this, and if you continue to do this, you will rob each other of loving each other, of forgiving each other. You are not his mom. You are his wife. And I remember in that moment thinking to myself like having a moment of like, but, uh," and then being like, I've never tried that. And what would it look like if I just tried it? What would it look like if I just tried to forgive? If I just tried to let go? If I just tried to surrender? What would it look like in my relationship? If I, me, Karina, tried as much as I'm putting it on Terrence, my husband, to try this and do this and do that and do this, what would it look like if I tried from my heart to change my own heart posture about the way that I view my husband, the way that I judge my husband, the way that I criticize him? What would it look like if I finally tried? Mm. Everything changed. Everything. And it wasn't overnight, but a lot changed in our relationship. When I started showing up as the partner that I desired to be, as the partner that surrendered, as the partner that forgave, as the partner that was flexible, and still, We had very strong values, right? About, and then we were building them, right? This was like year three of our marriage. We were still building them, but we had a foundation. And in order to keep that foundation strong, with God being our third knot, we had to learn to forgive, to surrender, and to let go of these expectations that we had. I'm not his mama. I'm his partner amen okay listen if this is something that you're struggling with at this point in your relationship and you want to work together okay to overcome the number one conflict in your relationship so that you and your partner can get back to being intimate with each other to laughing with each other to doing things that you miss doing right I want to help you in this season of your relationship Go to the link in my bio and book a sales call so we can talk about the things that are going on, the things that you've tried so far, and how I can help you and your partner show up as the partners that you desire to be. Amen. Okay. I have to pray very quickly because I'm super late to drop off my kids. All right? Here we go. Father God, thank you so much for the life that you give us, and before this podcast episode I told you that I felt like an idiot <laughs> and um, I'm not really sorry for saying that because that's really how I felt but I just pray that if anybody else listening to this episode today feels like <sighs> in that pool of just I don't know embarrassment or shame or um, just like weirdness Lord I just pray that you come into our hearts and come into our lives in this very second and allow us to process like why we feel that way why do we feel Like we're coming up short. Okay. I love you so much, God. In your name we pray. Amen. Okay. Listen. (laughs) Please um, go to the link in my bio and subscribe to my podcast. Make sure you share it with all of your amigos. Make sure that you leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere where you listen to it. I really do this work because I care and I really feel like God put me on this earth to um, be his conduit. And so, um, again, if you want to work together in this season of your life, I have five spots left this year to work together um, with new clients. And I'm excited to do this work with you. And I can't wait to meet you. Okay, go to the link in my bio. I primarily live here on Instagram or on TikTok. Or you can go to my website, karinafdaves.com And I love you so much. Okay, ciao. If you're loving this podcast and enjoying the juicy relationship gems, then head over to follow me on my socials at KarinaFDames on Instagram and TikTok. Or head over to my website, karinafdaves.com and subscribe to my newsletter, Release Your Relationship, where I share weekly relationship advice on how to overcome the number one issue in your relationship. Now, if you're really loving this podcast, don't forget to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and share it with all of your amigos. Reviews are such a personal way to hear your voice and have the ability to interact with our community. Thanks so much for listening to the show and feel free to always hit me up on Instagram via DMs or anywhere on my socials. Te adoro mucho.